Welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, presented by Roast House Pub and Idiom Brewing Company in Frederick, Maryland, as well as Havoc Brew Supply, the one-stop shop for all of your brewery's needs. Check them out at hophavoc.com. Hey everyone, I'm your host Chris Sands, and today I am joined by Aubrey Perry, the creator of the Crack'em app. Uh, thanks for joining me, Aubrey. Uh, no problem. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So let's um, let's start out just a little bit of your background. Uh, what uh, what were you doing before you started your app, and uh, um, how did you get into craft beer? Yeah, uh, my background is 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 in technology, you know. So I've I've done all types of things in in the tech field, from development to um, database management to sales to support marketing a, a little bit of everything but it's it's all been in uh, in the tech back in the tech industry for uh well over 20 years now so founding a uh app wasn't a stretch for your your experiences well it it, it was a bit of a stretch because you know all the stuff that i you know my, my degree was from 1984 so uh <laughs> you know, a little outdated info. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, that's that's the thing. Uh, the technology is is always changing. Uh, I always kind of like to stay abreast of, of what's out there. Um, I kind of started. I was I was you know I'm, I'm in Orlando and I was here in Orlando and and we had our local uh, ale trail. You know, back when 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 I started enjoying craft beer and, and was introduced to it, I said, all right, well, let me go ahead and, and take advantage of it by starting to visit some of these breweries. So uh, we, we had our local ale trail map that had uh, about 17 breweries on it at the time. Uh, and I went through, I was going through that and the way it works is you get a stamp at each one and you get uh, a, a prize at the end. Uh, so I was going through, I was doing that, and I literally got to the last stamp that I needed to get, and I lost the map. So, Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wasn't too happy about that. <laughs> but uh, that's kind of what, what got me started with, with Cracker. You know, I, um, I, I said, okay, there, there's got to be a better way to do this, and just kind of started out as a, a side project for me. Uh, and I started showing it to some of the brewery owners that I know, and they were like, "Damn, Aubrey, this is this is kind of cool," and uh, it just kind of took off from there. Uh, so, how what what got you into craft beer? What was your what was your gateway beer into the <laughs> world of of uh, craft beer? Hey, Chris, I'm gonna tell you, I'm I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Uh, I thought it was a fad, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, had some friends at work say, Hey, Aubrey, let's go to world of beer and, and grab some beer. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, a, a big beer drinker. Uh, so, you know, I, I didn't know what to expect, but I'd heard people talking about these IPAs and, and stuff like that. So I went to world of beer and looked up at the huge menu and the huge selection they had. And I had no earthly idea what any of that stuff meant. I saw I saw something about a, a heifer. I saw something about a, a goose, gooses, or you know, ghost, ghost, a goose. So I and I had no idea. But uh, you know, somebody recommended you know some double dry hopped IPA, and I'm like, okay, yep. 
Uh, and I took one sip and I was like, this is terrible. Uh, I, I, I was going to say, I was waiting for you to say that you liked it and I was going to call you a liar. Oh yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no, I, no, it was worse. I don't, I don't know worse. anyone who's, uh, dove in feet first, uh, their first craft beer and it being something like that and enjoying it at all. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that was the reason Chris, you know, I said this, I don't see how people are drinking this stuff. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I had friends that were going and visiting breweries and stuff. Hey, Aubrey, you want to go? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. No, I've tried that once. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, for me. It's, it's not, it's <laughs> not going to work for me. Uh, and then I was sitting at, uh, at, at my local bar one day and, uh, uh, my, my bartender, she said, Aubrey, is, is all you drink Miller Lite? I said, yeah, I tried this craft stuff and it doesn't work for me. And she said, well, if I bring you some, will you, will you try it? I said, yeah, you know, I ain't gonna turn down no free beer, you know? <laughs> and, uh, she, she bought me a few beers and, and she actually taught me, you know, look, look at the menu and you see these numbers, you see what this, this IBU, this is, is international bitterness unit. So this will determine how bitter your beer is. So, uh, we started trying a few and I, I found something that uh, was, was low on that scale that had some flavor that I really liked. Um, it was a beta purple haze. Uh, oh, that, that's a good beer. That was, that was, that's one of my, that's one of my early, early uh, tries in the craft beer world. Yep. That was, that was my gateway. I tried that. And I was like, damn, this is pretty good. And I had, uh, I had a couple of those and, uh, you know, thanked her and, you know, for the, for the education and, and went home and cracked open a Miller light and took a sip. And I was like, Oh my God, is this what I've been drinking all these years. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So you just, you needed someone to steer you in the right direction at first and not, uh, throw you straight into the fire. Exactly. Exactly. And, uh, after that though, you know, now I was more comfortable going and visiting breweries. Uh, I started going out with friends because I, I knew what things were and, and I, I knew it. They weren't trying to serve me a, a, a goose. It was, it was a ghost. you know, it wasn't heifer. It was a, 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 a hefeweizen. So, and, you know, started to experiment with some things, uh, fell for the sours right away. Um, really enjoyed those and then uh palette just kind of developed and developed a taste for for ipas and stouts and things so uh my beer budget just exploded since then so have you followed the normal trajectory and became a, a complete hophead oh yeah of course of course um yeah i got two beer fridges uh you know one out by the pool and, and one in the garage that are full of beer. And I look at my wife funny whenever she puts a, you know, some orange juice or something like that in there. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I really, really enjoy, uh, craft beer. Uh, and, um, I, I enjoy the experience of, of going and visiting breweries. What, um, what was the time frame or for wh when you got it first got into craft? This was back in, oh, let's see. It was, it was in 2000, late 2017, 2018 okay. was, uh, about that, that time frame. Um, and I remember because, uh, the day that I, I visited that last 
brewery before I lost my, my L trail map, I put a post out on Instagram, you know, that, that says, you know, Hey, one more stop before I, I complete this L trail. <laughs> so I, I go back and look at that every once in a while. Um, was, was the Florida beer scene very large at that point or was that early on in it? Cause I, I know now it's huge. There's yeah. so many breweries in Florida, but back then there, there weren't too, too many, right? It was, it was just starting to, to grow. Um, it was, it was really starting to take off. Like I said, at, at that time, uh, that map that I had for Orlando, for the Orla- greater Orlando area had 17 breweries on it. The map that came out the following year had like 20, 23 or 24. Um, okay. And, and now we're, you know, just in the Orlando area, you know, upwards of, of 40, 45, I think. And, and, you know, we've got, I know at least two new breweries that are scheduled to open in the next probably month or so. And, and, other things in planning and new developments that are in planning that are going to have beer hubs. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely growing. I think Florida, uh, has over 350 breweries now, uh, and, and growing, uh, although we, we are starting to see some, some breweries that are, that are closing. Um, COVID, yeah, I don't go- think there's any state that has been immune to that. Yeah, you know, COVID wasn't nice to, to anyone. Um, but what we're what we're seeing is that a lot of breweries that when they, they came in, they, they got huge warehouse spaces and things like that, uh, probably more than they needed uh, because it was cheap. And then, yeah. of course, coming out of the pandemic, everyone has, has raised their rates now and uh, it's, it's priced some of them out of the market. So, so you lost your map, um, and had the thought there's gotta be a better way to do this. Uh, cause, and I've definitely, I've lost those, <laughs> those things also. It's really easy to forget a little small piece of paper or a little pamphlet somewhere, yep. or you go out and go someplace and you forget to take it. So you don't get that stamp. Yep. Um, how, how long after that, like how long, um, was it from idea to you being able to release the first version of the app? Well, this was, this was early 2019 when, uh, I just kind of started playing around a little bit. Um, and, and when I started showing it to some brewery owners, then, then, you know, they, they really liked the, the concept. They liked the idea. Uh, we started talking to customers about the idea and uh, actually got to a point where we were scheduled to release the app in April of 2020. Good timing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so I was, I was actually at a brewery helping out one day, uh, March 17th of 2020, when uh, the governor's order came down that, that all brewery tap rooms had to close. And uh, this thing called COVID was was coming through, and uh, and that was that was that. Um, so, you know, we we kind of said, well, what can we do? We can just 
you know, just wait to release the app and, and just wait until this is over or, you know, knowing that our our app is is designed to get people to go in and visit breweries. Uh, how do we help? So we created a uh, basically a to go ale trail. We, we had about 10 breweries that uh, that said, yep, we will we'll partner with you. And we just created a uh, each of them got a QR code. Each brewery got a QR code. So when you went to pick up your beer, you just scan the, the Crackham QR code. And, and at the end, we called it the COVID sucks ale trail. So uh, <laughs> you got a, a shirt that said, I completed the, the COVID sucks ale trail. Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations located off of Urbana Pike, featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, mom's spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of IPAs, delicious fruited sours, and robust porters and stouts, Idiom has a simple goal in mind, to bring people from all walks of life together, to enjoy themselves and each other. Whether you're a hophead looking for explosively juicy IPAs, or one of the adventurous few looking to try boozy, sour, or complex flavors, or just looking to enjoy classic styles and seasonal favorites, they'll have a little something for you. Idiom Brewing Company is located in downtown Frederick, just south of the intersection of East Street and East Patrick Street, with ample seating directly on Carroll Creek. If I remember correctly, you, you've you've done kind of like a city-by-city city rollout. Right now, it's mainly just Orlando-based breweries in it, and you've slowly expanded. Is that, is that right? Yeah, what we... What we were trying to do is uh, there, there were a couple of things. Um, during the pandemic, we, we, we tested out the, the app and we were testing out the concept with this to-go ale trail. And it worked. It was able to drive some traffic to the breweries. Uh, breweries were happy with it. We were able to make some changes to the app to make sure that it, it has this functionality. But also, uh, I went to a couple of... Uh, uh, startup accelerator programs to actually learn how to run a business. And through the course of that, we were able to validate the idea to get some more some more training on the things that we should be looking for, the things that we should be doing with the app and, and how to actually, if we truly want to roll this out nationwide, how do we do that? Uh, and with the QR code, it it's it's tough to do because one of the things we found is that uh, when people would go to breweries and try to check in and the people, the, the turnover at the brewery, the, the, the beer tenders may not know where the QR code is or uh, may not know about Crackham at all. So it became um, a little tedious sometimes, you know, especially people, you know, have made a trip to, to go and try to check in and and they can't find the QR code to do it. So we had to come up with a way to eliminate the QR codes. So earlier this year, 
we uh, updated the app to use geolocation. So now we don't have to uh, we don't have to give a brewery a QR code. There's no training or anything that's needed. The app recognizes when you're at a brewery and, and you can check in right there. So all we need is the address. So instead of doing that, what we've done is we've just loaded a bunch of breweries into the app. So we have um, we have, I think we have we have over four thousand breweries right now all over the okay. country. So, you know, you can literally open it up anywhere in the country and it's, it's, it'll show you some breweries that are near you. So is there um, obviously isn't reliant on it. Uh, but is there a sign-up process for breweries? And if it's a brewery that you've already added, is there kind of like is there any kind of back-end interface for a brewery to manage anything, or is it administered all by you on, on the back end? Uh, no, there is a, a back end for the brewery, depending on what features the brewery wants access to. Because we, it, it's not just a brewery locator. Uh, breweries are able to offer some type of incentive if they want to get people to come in. Um, here in Florida, we can do uh, buy one, get one free on, on beer. So that's what a lot of the breweries are doing. Some states won't allow you to do that, but we wanted to build the flexibility into our app so that the brewery gets to choose the incentive. So they might not be able to give away a free beer, but they might be able to do buy two beers, get an appetizer or, you know, or a certain percentage off your tab or something like that. Okay. So the breweries have the, uh, there, there's a backend administrator function in the app. So the brewery administrator can go in and, and make sure all the breweries information is up to date, uh, make sure that they can add or take away an incentive we just added a, uh, a notification engine that allows you to send push notifications to the people that follow your brewery. So now we have a, a, a follow functionality built into the app. So there's, it, it's, lot, it's a lot more than what it started out to be as just a replacement for uh, an ale trail. Okay, so cool. Like a brewery is having a special event or something, they could send a, a, a pop-up to your phone if you've chosen to follow them and accept that type of information? Yeah, that that's correct. You know, one of the things that we saw, and then this this actually came out of hurricane season here in, in Florida last year. We had a number of um, hurricanes that came through and affected different areas of Florida. And when that happens, then you need to get information out to your customers about your breweries closing early, or you're going to be closed these days, or any type of information that you kind of need to get out real time. Yeah. So uh, that was some functionality. Or that the brewery's offering water, because that, that yeah. happens a lot, right? Yep. Whenever there's been, I've seen that where like breweries will even sometimes can, just can water so people that can come and get it. Yep, exactly that. So, you know, it everything that, that we're doing, we're, we're talking, we're, we're always in contact with brewery owners asking, you know, how what else would you like to see in the app? What can we do to help drive customers to your, to your, uh, your venue? And we're talking to customers, you know, what do you think about this idea? And we're trying certain things, you know, how do we roll this out and let the breweries in Denver know that they're even on Krakow? So, um, 
you know, that's that's kind of what we're working on now. Have you um, contacted or talked to any of the places who do those established ale trails to kind of add, like, use your platform as a way instead of doing the physical booklets? Um, we've, we've talked to a couple, uh, and the thing that we, we want to do and everything, when, when we start talking to customers about what's going on, you know, and we talk about the, the ale trail functionality, you know, there's a segment of people that really like having that physical map. Uh, they, they want that. So what we're doing is we're, we're talking to different cities and different breweries and saying, hey, we can do this almost as a, a complementary product. Uh, we can do something that is, is, is a much lower cost than what you're doing. Uh, and then you can decide at that point if you want to do this full time with the app or if you want to continue to do paper. You know, see, see how it works. Um, is this a, a solo effort on you or do you have other people working on it with you? Uh, we do have a team that it, it started out as just me. But as I started to go through these accelerator programs, we've got uh, uh, myself and a co-founder. We've got a marketing consultant that we work with. And we've got uh, a couple of brewery owner advisors and uh, also some some startup business advisors. So we, okay. we do have a, a nice team that, that we consult with and we meet with and, and figure out next steps and things like that. Is this um, like a, a side project of yours or is this you're all in on this now? Yeah, I'm all in on it now. You know, when when uh, when we started to get some some traction and, and, and people really liked the idea, I had a conversation with my wife and said, hey, you know, if this thing takes off, you know, we, we this might be something that I want to do full time. And we were at a position, you know, kids are out of the house and grown and, and doing their own thing. So we were at a point where we were able to do that. Uh, and especially when I got invited into these accelerator programs, it was yeah. really giving me the training that I needed to actually know how to run the business, you know, not just have it as a as a side project. So yeah, we're we're all in on it now. Uh, it's it's it's, awesome. it's it's my full time job. We've got a couple of others that are part time, uh, but we're looking to we're looking to grow. You know, hopefully by the end of this year, we'll have some staff on board and have offices and and be ready to to take this thing nationwide. Great beer starts with great ingredients. At Havoc Brewing Supply, they offer a wide selection of premium hops fruit purees, malt, cleaning supplies, and more. Their family-owned business is dedicated to helping you create the perfect beer. Havoc offers flexible contracts, lightning-fast shipping, and unrivaled customer service. Join the Havoc Brewing Supply family and elevate your brewing game. Shop small, brew big, grow together. Visit HavocBrewingSupply.com today to learn more. McClintock Distilling is Maryland's first and only certified organic distillery, handcrafting gins, whiskeys, vodkas, and cordials from non-GMO organic ingredients in downtown Frederick. 
Named the best vodka distillery in the country by USA Today. Best gin in the world at the International Spirits Competition. And double gold at the World Spirits Competition for bourbon, rye, and gin. Open now for tours, tastings, and classes. Come sample the most awarded distillery in Frederick today. So do you do the coating yourself? Yes. I, I ha- Was that? I have been. Sorry. <laughs> that sounds like uh, impending. I can't wait to have other people do it. Uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what you heard. <laughs> um, so was that uh, was mobile app development something you did in one of your your other tech jobs, or did you have to teach yourself how to write in uh, the languages that Android and uh, iPhone use? Yeah, you you have to teach yourself. I, I had not done any mobile development. Um, well, that's, I, I had not done any mobile development on my on my job, uh, you okay. know, my, my full time job. But like I said, I, I like to stay involved in tech, uh, always messing around with stuff. So I had, you know, even before this, I had put together some semblances of a of a mobile app uh, just to play around with the technology to see how the platforms work. Uh, to make sure that we could get it deployed on uh, on the app stores and things like that, and and gather the information that we need. So, it was uh, it was it was not a a big stretch to go from from that to where I am. And you can learn damn near everything on YouTube these days. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, you really don't have to go anywhere else. YouTube is a quick search away from learning how to do absolutely everything and anything. Yep. <laughs> um, so how, so say a, a brewery is already in your database and they want to have that, that get access to manage their presence on there. What's the process for doing that? Uh, all they have to do is is email our support team, email support at crackem.beer, and uh, let us know who you are, and, and we'll get your administrative account set up uh, and, and get you the information that you need in order to go in and, and manipulate uh, everything, make sure your information is up to date. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really simple process. And to for an end user um, to set up, what does that process look like? Uh, it's just a download from your app store and uh, and and create your account. Once you create your account, then you're set up and you're ready to go. You can, uh, like I said, you can open it up anywhere. It's going to show you the breweries that are near you. We just added a map view feature, so you can uh, click the map view at the top of the screen and it'll show you, you know, a, a map with pins of where the breweries are located. Um, we also are asking the community to kind of help us keep the information up to date. So if you see a brewery on there that you know is closed or, or some, some information needs to be updated, there's a suggest an update button that you can tap and send that information to our support team and, and we'll, uh, make the, the appropriate changes so that we can, we can keep this as, as accurate as possible. But we know, we, we know that everything is fluid. So we, we wanted this to be a community type of, uh, 
of, of usage and, and development. Yeah, especially with there being so many breweries out there and still to be added in the, and them constantly changing how to, to adapt to the changing environments that, that would, it's gotta be quite a juggling act to keep all the information fresh. Oh yeah. And without that suggest, uh, icon, I think it would be close to impossible. <laughs> yeah, it, it would be, you know, breweries change hours, you know, depending on season, uh, you know, things happen, breweries close, uh, you know, some of the data that, that we got or is, is not correct. We, we know that there, there are some breweries that might be in there twice because they're spelled a little differently. Uh, we've got a feature in there. So if you see a brewery that that's not listed, you can go in and, and add a brewery and relatively painlessly. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be a community effort, but, uh, it, it'll benefit everyone, uh, when we do this. Now, what is hops? H O P Z. Yeah. Hops is a, a new concept that we tried here in Orlando this summer. Uh, we, we call it hot hops and what it is, it's a 90 day craft beer challenge. You can think of it as a short run ale trail. You can think of it as, as like a 90 day ale trail. Uh, so basically we've got, uh, we've got 12 breweries participating. You go, you've got 90 days. We started this June 1st. So from June 1st to August 31st, you've got 90 days to visit these 12 breweries, go and check in at these breweries. And when you do that, you get a, um, uh, it's actually a, a, a nice hops t-shirt. Uh, has the, the hops logo on the front and your city at the bottom has Orlando at the bottom and has the logo of all of the participating breweries on the back. Oh, cool. Yeah. I'm assuming that, that is located just in uh, Orla the Orlando area, right? We we wanted to test it out first to see how um, if it if it worked. Um, everyone was pleasantly surprised at, at how well it's worked. Uh, I know here in in Florida, breweries always talk about a summer slump, which is you know for for visitation in the, in the tap room. Yeah. And, and this has really helped, you know, we, we saw a 200% increase in check-ins over the, oh, uh, wow. since the, the, the first month, uh, that we started and, uh, and another 250% increase in the second month. Uh, so it is it is really driving some traffic to the breweries. They're happy with it. Every brewery that's participating has um, has has seen a positive return on the investment because there there is a an, a, a cost to to participate in this. But the good thing about it is we use a it, it's a shared expense. So what we do is we do targeted marketing in the area. So we're we're sent we're we're using Facebook and Instagram ads to tell everyone about uh, the hops challenge and get people okay. to sign up. So instead of one brewery saying, "Okay, now I need I want to learn how to do targeted marketing and, and advertise, and I have to do this all on my own for my one brewery." 
for a fraction of that cost. We're, we've got 12 breweries that are all being promoted through this, through this, uh, through this platform. And it's, uh, it's done really, really well. Uh, everyone is, is, is happy with it. And uh, it allows us now to look for the fall. And now we're looking to go into other cities starting this fall. Because it's a digital platform, we can do this anywhere in the country. All we need is, yeah. is, is you know, 10 to 12 breweries. We, we want to keep it no more than 12 to 15 breweries because we want to make it easy for the customers to do because that's going to get them to yeah. participate. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. If there's like a list of 50 places, it's a little daunting yeah. To, <laughs> yeah. and, and, to really want to even get started. Or Yeah. And then the 90 days gives them some urgency to get it done. And, uh, you know, breweries are seeing uh, immediate ROI. When somebody comes and checks in at your brewery, then that brewery administrator gets a an, an instant email that says, hey, a Kraken user just checked in at your brewery. And they also have uh, on the stats page that the administrator has access to. They can see real-time stats, how many people have checked in this month compared to last month, how many of your offers that you have out there have been redeemed. So if you decide, huh, too many are being redeemed, let me go in and change this or change the redemption uh, period. You can do all of that right in the app. So is Hot Hops part of Crackum or is that a separate entity? It's it's a separate program that we're trying out. It uses it uses Crackum as the the digital platform to 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 check in. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's it's a I mean, well, you wouldn't be able to do it without Crackle. <laughs> yeah. So where did the name Crackham come from? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. We were, uh, the actual name of the company that I started is, is Reviox. Uh, and uh, I was looking for a name that, you know, really didn't mean anything that we could put some... Um, we, we could we could just grow into whatever. And uh, as I was going through the accelerator program, I, I had one of the people tell me, oh, Aubrey, that's a terrible name. you got to come up with something better than that. <laughs> so I, uh, I'm sorry, but I, I do have to agree with that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of get it now. But uh, no, it, it started out as a uh, I had some friends over and we basically had a bottle share. Uh, that was going on. And uh, we, we weren't necessarily looking for a name. Uh, but as we were finishing off beers and things like that, you know, everybody just, you know, everybody was 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 a little lit. Uh, and we started every every time something, a, a new uh, bottle got opened or a can got cracked. We were like, all right, crack them. Let's go. There's another one. <laughs> And uh, it just kind of hit me. So I, I went out and tried to see if it was trademarked or anything like that, if we could grab some domains. And here we are. Um, what does the roadmap for the app look like? Do you have plans of like adding in features to kind of comp compete with Untapped or do you plan on sticking with uh, using it as like a check-in rewards uh, incentives type of an app? 
Um, we're going to do what the market dictates. Uh, that one of the things that that we really wanted to build into the app is is make it flexible, so we can do whatever we see the market uh, doing. So when we talk to brewery owners and, and we ask them, what types of things are you doing that are attracting people in? What's working? Um, well, you know, well, we've got some incentives that, that we're doing. So we, we've added the incentive piece in. Uh, we've got the, the, the hops challenge that, that we're going to start rolling out in, in different cities. And um, we've got other things. We've got a pay it forward feature. We, we would go and visit breweries and, you know, people about buy a beer for somebody that went to the same school as them. And they've got a, uh, a chalkboard with things written on it or pinned to it and, and things like that. And I said, well, what if we could put this in the app? So we added a pay it forward feature in the app. So I can go to a brewery and say, hey, I want to buy a beer for the next uh, Florida State alum that comes in or next person that comes in with a, a Florida State hat on uh, and, and and leave it there. But we also have that we can do a we you can add a challenge to it because we, we want to make this fun. You know, when you go to a brewery, you want you, you want to experience the brewery. So, um, you know. Florida State Seminoles and University of Florida Gators are, are big rivals. So you could go to a brewery and say, hey, I want to buy a, 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 a beer for a Florida State fan, but he's got to do the gator chop in order to get it. <laughs> you know, so just silly stuff, you know, yeah. make somebody bark like a dog or tell a joke or something like that. So when we see those types of things, uh, we're actually beta testing a, a we, we call them bottle cap rewards. So every time that you go and visit a brewery, you, you get some type of a re rewards, like it's almost like a point system. Uh, so we're, we're beta testing that right now. Um, so we're, we're looking for, we're not looking to necessarily compete with an untapped but we do want to, you know, it, it's it makes sense to have a a national platform that you can use uh, wherever you are and, and get rewarded for going and visiting these breweries because we we want this industry to continue to thrive and, and we want to do our part. The uh, what I was going to say completely slipped my mind. So let's just go with. Where do people find the app um, and what is the best way for people to keep track of what's going on with Crackham? Um, the app is available on, on both app stores. Uh, quick, it's free download. Uh, if you want to find out what's going on, we've got a, we've got a, a Facebook group uh, called Crafted Community. Uh, you can join that Facebook group. Uh, you can also follow us on, on Instagram. Instagram handle is crackem.beer. And, um, and, and that's it. You know, we're getting into our, our, face, our Facebook is... page. Our, our website is crackem.us. And then our Hot Hops program is, is hothops.com. And that's H-O-T-H-O-P-Z. 
crackem.us.com. And there are, there are links directly on uh, crackem.us for the iOS and Android downloads. Yes. Oh, I know. I was just going to say the um, gamification of things definitely helps incentivize people. At least it does for me. Like I like any kind of app that kind of gamifies a part of your life to get you to do something. I'm a, like, that controls my lizard brain into, <laughs> into pr- pr- uh, prompting me to do things. <laughs> yeah. You know, we, uh, we, we've gotten feedback from, from customers that are doing it, that, that, uh, says that they, they really enjoyed the, you know, going through this process. Uh, we had one customer that was going through and, and checking in at a brewery that he probably never would have gone to and caught a live band that was there and fell in love with this band and, and posted, you know, on the, on the, uh, on the brewery's website, you know, that, that, Hey, I was, I was going through doing the Crackham challenge and found this band and, you know, uh, glad I did it. And, and you'll definitely see me back here at this brewery. So this is, that's exactly the type of things that, that we yeah. want to happen. We want to, we want to let people go out and experience these breweries, have a good time and turn them into regular customers. Do you have time to answer some intentionally stupid questions? Oh, sure. Why not? Let's go. <laughs> Who would win in a battle between a ninja and a pirate? Oh man. Um, I'm going to go ninja. I'm sorry. That's wrong. (laughs) Does pineapple belong on a pizza? I don't think so. No, it doesn't. You have redeemed yourself. You are (laughs) correct. It does not. If you had a pet parrot, what would you teach it to say? Well, of course it's going to be crackling. I would have been completely disappointed in you if you gave any other answer. <laughs> Someone lobs you a softball like that, you have to go yard. Yeah, you know, I was I was about to throw some profanity in there, but that'd probably be the second thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, since you're in Orlando, uh, who's your favorite Disney princess and why? Uh, they have princesses at Disney? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, you know. Oh, man. That's a good question. I don't know. You know, my kids are are in their thirties, so you know, and, oh, and so you've you missed out on and the, the, and, the wave of all the new ones. And they're both boys, so yeah. Oh, <laughs> so now see, I have two girls. There's there was plenty of Disney princess talk. If you could have a lifetime supply of anything, what would it be? Okay, beer would be too easy. Oh, um, one of my favorite things to eat is uh, blue crabs. I love blue crabs. So that's you need to come up here to Maryland. That's what we specialize yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we we actually had a uh, I had a conversation, a lively conversation with a guy from Maryland uh, in a brewery one day about. Uh, whether crabs are better boiled or steamed. And we actually made a date to have a crab cook-off at the brewery. He was <laughs> going to do steamed and I was going to do boiled and, and we were going to 
compare. It, it never, the, the challenge never materialized, but we actually did go, end up going to the brewery and we steamed some crabs and we boiled some crabs and had a hell of a time. I mean, if you do it like the Louisiana way, where it's like a whole boil with uh, all the added stuff in, I think I would definitely go that way. Oh yeah, we we had the sausage and the corn and potatoes yeah. and, and everything. Oh yeah, we we did it up. We did I, it big. I I wasn't born in uh, Maryland, so I'm going to go on your side that the boil <laughs> was the better way. What is the strangest food you've ever eaten? The strangest food I have ever eaten. I guess escargot. I guess that's probably. I've never had that. That's probably the strangest good? thing. It's uh, just snails, Actually, right? yes, it was good. It, it, it's good. What's the worst fashion decision you've ever made? Oh, the worst fashion decision. I've made a bunch of those. I, you know, I'm a I'm a t-shirt and shorts kind of guy. Um, I had this. It may have been in style at the time, but this was you know back in the in the '80s. I had this big, bright orange silk uh, silk type shirt that had a uh, picture on the back of a, a guy with a big, huge afro. Uh, I wish I had a picture of that. Uh, but I thought that it probably went well with my brown uh, bell bottoms and my platform shoes. So. <laughs> so it was a whole vibe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is your go-to excuse to get out of something? Oh, uh, diarrhea. You know, that's easy. <laughs> that's, that's easy. You know. Yeah, the, no one's going to have a follow-up yeah, question yeah. to that excuse. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, you know it, it doesn't, you, don't have to, you don't have to look a certain way. You don't have to cough or, or anything. Yeah. It's just, just, you know, I don't, th- I don't think I'd be too productive if I was in the office today. <laughs> <laughs> I will do one more. What's the dumbest injury you've ever had? The dumbest injury. Okay. Here's the deal. When I was 30 years old, I was, or it was around my 30th birthday. I was at an Atlanta Falcons football game. We were tailgating and, um, there's a train, that, that goes, train track that goes by. So there was a train going, it was a slow moving train. And you know how you always see in the movies where, you know, people jump on the train and, and catch the train from city to city, yeah. where there just happened to be an open box car. And uh, yeah, I was, I was slightly inebriated so I just dropped what I was doing and took off running and jumped um, in this boxcar. But while I was in the air, 
I looked down and noticed that the boxcar did not have a floor. Oh, jeez. So um, I had to basically wrap my legs around the, the rail in order to um, not fall into the middle of the, the train tracks. Uh, but luckily I was able to do that. Um, I got a, a, a few scrapes and, and, a, and a little cut on my leg, but uh, so it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Um, and then, you know, I rode it a little while then jumped off and went on back and continued tailgating. Uh, but yeah, that was stupidest thing that I've, I've done. Definitely got lucky. That easily could have been death. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guessing you have not hopped onto a train since. I'm, I'm going to leave that to the movies. Uh, and I would suggest <laughs> anyone else that's listening do the same thing. All right, Aubrey. Thank you so much for your time today. Um, I would say uh, the easiest way for anyone to uh, check out Crackham would just be to go to crackham.us and everything is linked from there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even if you're uh, a brewery that wants to be listed or to take over uh, an all, your entry already, there are buttons and forms on crackham.us to do that. Yeah, yeah. Just see us there. Um, give us your information. We'll be in contact. We, we, we're definitely looking for cities that we can host these hop challenges in. Uh, they're, they're working. Customers like them. So uh, we'd love to get this, this rolling in cities across the country. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Cheers. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh, my God. That's good.